welcome to the How to HR podcast. I'm your host, Shona, founder and director of Lilac HR, where we help equestrian and country businesses to become brilliant employers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and let's get cracking. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of How to HR. I'm joined by a very, very lovely guest today who I met earlier in the year and I'm very excited to have on. I have the creator herself of Melbell. And if you haven't discovered Melbell's brand, I highly suggest that you go and do that right now. But first off, Mel, how are you? Oh, very, very good. Thank you ever so much for having me, Shona. It's lovely to uh, to join you on your podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. Like, uh, at Literally the moment we met, I was like, I need you on the podcast. <laughs> Has to happen. So for our listeners who don't know who you are, would you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. I mean, it's a it's quite difficult knowing where to start um but my name is Melanie but I go by Mel so most people know me as Mel and I as Shona just mentioned previously am the founder and creator of Mel Bell um, which is a western and bohemian fashion store it's a it's an online store and we also do events across the country as well we have stalls that we set up there um I actually also have another job. Um, so my father set up a business uh, years ago selling microscopes. And um, and as soon as I finished university, I started there. And I've now been there for, I think, it's 16 years. Um, but decided that, you know, it's, it's time for me to do my own thing. And so uh, set up, um, actually, I set up a previous business that's now um, changed. And now I'm Elbel. I love that. So, right. So how on earth do you go from microscopes to Western and Bohemian fashion? How do we, how did that happen? Well, I would love to have this like super inspiring story as to how I got into it. But in a nutshell, I saw a gap in the market <laughs> and went for it. Um, I have always loved um, like uh, horses, Western riding horses, um, been into like um, country music and just loved the idea of being this cowgirl so since the age of seven I think it was I've had this dream of becoming a cowgirl and riding across the plains of Montana on this little quarter horse um, and just roaming around having campfires at night um, and listening to country music Um, and that dream has actually just never left me Um, I I still would absolutely love to do that and still haven't actually truth be told (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one day I'll put myself onto a food ranch where I could never find anyone to come with me that fancies hours on a horse and then camping overnight. Um, but, but yeah, so it, it's always been, I, I've always had an interest in that kind of lifestyle and the music. Um, now, I mentioned just a minute ago that I actually set up a different business first um, alongside obviously working with my father and that was called Pioneer Chicks and that was a women's networking um, membership and whilst I was doing that I could see that country music in the UK was becoming more and more and more popular 
Now, people that like country music tend to also like the fashion and, um, and the lifestyle that goes with it. Um, and so also the um, country music festivals have been on the up as well. There's loads of those. So with the country music and the festivals becoming more and more popular, I started looking into the fashion side of things and realised that there really aren't many places in the UK where you can buy cowboy boots or um, fashionable uh, Western and Bohemian-y style clothing um, to attend these festivals. So there are a few websites out there. Um, a lot of them look dated, um, probably done by older generation people. <laughs> um, and I thought, well, here we go. Here's, a, here's an opportunity um, to do something here. And so I made the decision to stop my previous business, which hadn't gone as well as I'd hoped. Um, and on Christmas Eve, actually, I decided right now I'm going to do Mel Bell um, and start selling cowboy boots. Uh, I, have, I have never done anything in fashion before. Um, I've never done any kind of um, in-person retail either so the event side of it was all new to me as well um, the online store no problem because we the microscopes that we sell with my that's an online website so I know a bit about about that side of things um, but I thought you know it, it, I was actually what triggered it I was actually at the hairdressers and I heard a client that was in the seat next to me I um, tell the hairdresser that she had just bought a pair of cowboy boots and had to have them shipped over from America and had to pay all the customs duty and everything that goes with it. And I thought, you know what, that's my calling. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to do this. Um, and so I started Melville. I love it so much. There's so much in there that I'm like, yes, absolutely. Because I wore a pair of Corral cowboy boots for my wedding and I ordered them in the wrong size and had to send them back and the amount of shipping costs I had to pay was astronomical and you're absolutely right like there isn't really anything in the UK that's like it like I remember being in Texas and finding the most gorgeous little boutique shop and I wanted to buy everything in it because I was like this is just this is so me and there just isn't anything like it in the UK until Melville. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's been difficult um, trying to buy it over the years, obviously, because I, I like that kind of fashion as well myself. Um, I remember the first time that I ever bought anything from America as a kind of end user consumer, not a business. I had no idea that customs duties even existed. Like I didn't know to expect this bill on top of the extortionate delivery that I'd already paid. Um, and I actually ended up refusing my first shipment. I was like, I'm not paying that. No, send back the sender. Um, and that was my first experience of buying anything from America. And I thought, right, yeah, no, I remember that experience. And I bet a lot of people have that nasty surprise as well um, when they buy anything from America or, or any other country outside of the UK. 
Yeah, and I, I and I think there's also the the issue that you don't have that kind you don't have anyone really that you can contact for like returns or checking sizes or anything like that. I think I I I bought a few clothes from a um a shop over in America and trying just trying to get information on the product to say right I don't know what size I need can you help me it took forever and I, I was on the phone to them for ages and they were like they could they got super confused because I was British they didn't really understand what I was saying for some reason and it was all just it just felt like really really hard work and then when the stuff arrived luckily it all fit but if there had been a problem I thought god I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't even know where to begin like just trying to send it back and what's the refund you know it's just effort you don't you want to be able to have somebody that you can just contact and go hey do you know what I really want to order this t-shirt what what's the best this is what I think what do you think and just have that absolutely yeah and and if you if you do like go through all the effort of actually trying to arrange a return with an international company it'll be like yeah so your nearest depot for dropping it off is 30 miles away 50 miles away Yeah, yeah. I, I had it. It was about an hour away from me. It was uh, my closest. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, how have you found that transition? Then, because you mentioned like retail and the whole fashion thing is quite new to you. How did you find that transition from what you've been doing with your dad to having to go to these like events, like where we met, and sell your products? Like, what was that like? refreshing and fun I loved it I mean I'm sure you can imagine going from from microscopes to a fashion you know uh, microscopes it's my it's my father's passion it's not my passion like I don't get excited selling microscopes (laughs) um Although I have actually enjoyed um, working there and getting out and especially all the sales experience that I have learned um, from like going and visiting the clients and discussing their needs, uh, demonstrating the equipment. Um, Yeah, so I actually got a lot of experience there, which has been really helpful uh, for Melville. But, you know, I, I just I've really really love the process so I'm a sucker for research so I will spend hours looking at what my favorite brands are doing um, and then taking little bits here and there ideas inspiration uh, things like um, well obviously what clothes they they're selling um, how they've um, displayed everything on their home page on their website uh, what features they have on the website so if they've done like a, um, a pop-up that appears to to um, give you 10% off if you enter your email address things like that I'll um, I, I, I did a lot of research uh, with the other brands when I first started and then um, and, and I enjoy that obviously I think it's, it's, it's almost like shopping um <laughs> And speaking of shopping, that was that was the next difficult task. Like, where am I going to find all these products? Because I'm doing it because they don't exist in the UK. So where am I going to get them from? Um, and so I had to start approaching some brands and asking if they would be interested um, in letting me become a, a stockist for them. And of course, I'm a brand new business. Who's going to trust me? Um, and 
again, then I started researching what um, like material other big brands created to um, send to these brands, if that makes sense. Uh, they call them brand decks or, um, uh, yeah, I think they use brand, brand decks. Um, and you create these like PDF documents and they look absolutely beautiful and have all your details on there, um, what your values are. Um, obviously, it's a bit about me as well and um, what I hope to achieve with Melbourne and everything like that, and then send it off to the brands. And I think having that um, professional looking document and spending time on getting it to look good. I also spent money as well on getting it to look good. I hired, my first thing, thing I hired or first person I hired was a graphic designer um, to do my branding for me. That was money extremely well spent. Um, so yes, yeah, so I, I then sent these off and I don't know quite how I managed to achieve it, but somehow I managed to um, land a deal with Ariat, um, possibly the world's biggest cowboy boot manufacturer. And um, so I, my first brand that I worked with uh, that I was able to stock were um, Ariat which was fantastic um, because obviously having such a big name brand on my website from the word go um, is a big deal and people recognize their name and you then have the trust element there um, right from the, the, the get-go. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's, there's loads, of, uh, loads of different elements. There was a lot involved, um, but I've just, I've really enjoyed the process um, and since then, obviously, I found other brands to work with as well. And, uh, and very recently, actually, we have managed to land a deal with three people. Um, so that we are now an official stockist for three people as well, which is one of my favourite brands. And I can't tell you how excited I am about that. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely amazing. And I think I think you did such a good job like landing area like you say they're a massive massive brand not just in western wear either are they like they're a, they're a widely recognized equestrian brand as well for english riders and i think that in itself will draw people in because people recognize that brand and people think oh right she's legit she's serious that's amazing i just yeah that's so so good and I love what you said about how you invested in your marketing materials to go out to these big brands and to be taken seriously and it's such a so we're such a conflict I think with new businesses that in that having to spend money to make money kind of approach what kind of advice would you give to other business owners who are maybe just starting out and thinking oh god I feel like I need to spend some money on stuff but I feel like it's a bit scary and I'm not sure what to do about it um well I would say it it, it depends on what industry you're in as to what is important uh, so I think initially spend a bit of time again researching um, other similar um, companies to you or to what you're wanting to start and see what they do um, and see where they have spent their money. Um, so perhaps they have invested in high-tech equipment to do a podcast, <laughs> you know, um, in which case uh, perhaps podcasting might be the way for you to go and, and, and spend money on that. 
if you're in um, fashion, obviously being an obvious one for me, um, appearance and, um, and the feel of the brand is so important, in which case absolutely um, spend money on a graphic designer to help you uh, get started. They Not only did they create like the actual content for me, but they they will then give you like your your color palette to use. So you've got everything moving on from that. She also created um, specific little graphic elements that I could then incorporate on my website, on my social media posts, in my emails. Um, so it set me up um, so that I didn't have to rely on her going forwards. I just had that initial investment and then I could use that um, like over the, the, the next few years, uh, which is what I've been doing. Um, anything else that I would recommend um, starting out? I don't think there's any getting around the fact that, as you said, yes, you do have to spend money to make money. Um, initially as well with your marketing and promoting to be seen you do have to invest in some paid advertising to get started um, depending on like how big and how quickly you're wanting to scale the business obviously you might want to initially do like a soft approach a soft launch and, and just do what you can organically but there is only so much that you can do organically um, you will need to invest in some paid adverts to really get seen to the masses um, and also another way to um, to build yourself up or to, to build up your exposure is through collaborations as well um, get to know people who will um, whose services or whose products um, will sit nicely against you so not necessarily directly competing against you but ones that would go nicely with you so for example if you were to create like a, um, a package deal or a bundle deal maybe they might have a product or a service that you could then combine um, to create that deal um, to to then be able to essentially tap into their audience as well as your audience and you grow through building up those collaborations and relationships with the other businesses. Um, so that's a great way to do it um, for free, uh, usually for free anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And such good advice. I, I love the, I love collaborations. I think you're right. It's such a good way to, like say, tap into other people's audiences. Like even if all you do is a, a joint Instagram live or go on someone's podcast or write a blog for them or anything like that I think it's a really really great way of expanding your audience and I see quite a lot of that on your um website with your blogs which I love where you you you're going hey this is what I'm selling but also here's some other stuff that you could find that you might like on the wide world wide web because it's so like it's so hard to find the kind of items that you're selling and to to kind of get that country western bohemian kind of feel into your house into your bathroom into like all of your wardrobe and I think it's brilliant the way you do that I absolutely love it that's like one of my fave things aside from obviously the clothes and jewelry um and it's just such just such a good idea 
Oh, that's pretty. Oh, thank you. That's uh, that's music to my ears. <laughs> it's uh, it's exactly that. Um, you know, you you might, especially when you're starting out, you're going to have a small product range, or you're going to have a, a small um, service product range. Um, there may well be other things that are linked to what you do that you can promote. Uh, and you're thinking, why would I want to direct someone off my website onto onto somewhere else? Well, it 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 helps people to stay interested in your blog or what what it is that you're doing. Um, like you've just said, you love that element of it, and you're going to keep coming back to my blog. Now, I don't get me wrong; I promote my stuff in my blog as well, um, but I also include other things that might be of interest. So, I events that are coming up that might be of interest. Um, homeware products. I don't do homeware um, yet. Hopefully, that might be something on the on the pipeline. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't do homeware products, and I know I like I've seen this. Um, cactus-shaped mug holder, for example. Um, I, I put that on the on the blog in the homeware section. And uh, within minutes of doing that, I checked and it's sold out. You know, people love anything that's related to Western and, and Bohemian lifestyle, not just the fashion. Um, but it's brilliant for market research as well. Future products that you might want to introduce. I now know through doing my blog, like which pot, which products um, people have clicked on the most. And so for future items that I might want to introduce, homeware, just saying, um, <laughs> uh, I know exactly what my audience like. And so I have a very good idea as to what products I should be stocking in the future. Um, so it works both ways. It's, uh, it's helpful for me and it's helpful for the customer or client. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So is that one of the future plans for mobile then is to expand into different elements of online shopping? Oh, I have about a million plans for mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Patience is key. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I would love to introduce some homeware eventually. I would love to do men's as well. Um, yeah, and, and also to have a physical store um, well, I mean, you know, if I'm dreaming, a, a store in every city, <laughs> maybe some of the uh, rural towns as well, market Hell towns. yes. I know a town you could put a store up and you'd have at least two good customers. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I know my husband is dying for some Western clothes that he can actually like. He loves it when we go up to um, Sovereign Quarter Horses, who you know and who have been yeah. on the podcast if you haven't listened, it's an early doors one to so go and find it. It's a good chat. Um, he loves it whenever they have an event and there's stalls there with, you know, the Ariat shirts and all the nice Western stuff. But you, you just can't get it in the UK. Like, it's so hard to find stuff that he likes. And I always have to get his birthday presents, Christmas presents. And it's always shipped in from, from America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I... Uh... I did actually find quite a good uh, men's site the other day. Um, I might as well say, because, you know, I don't do menswear. So um, it's and other sons. Okay. Um, looks amazing. So, yeah, if, if you are looking for that kind of fashion, do check them out. Um, 
uh, yeah, no, just, uh, you know, this is not a promotion or anything. I just literally stumbled across them the other day and, and absolutely love their stuff. It's not, it's not necessarily Western, but it has that kind of feel to it. The kind of rugged, outdoorsy, flannel shirts, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah by the way, uh, on the 9th of July, I'm actually going to be at Sovereign Quarter Horses. They have an open day. They um, are. So I'm coming. I will see you there. <laughs> I'll be coming along. Unfortunately, I, I normally borrow my parents' van for the events, but they need the van that weekend. So it's going to have to be a, a simplified version of my range and whatever I can pack into my truck. But um, yeah, so I'll, I'll be popping along with um, whatever bits I can fit. <laughs> Amazing. I oh I will see you there then because yeah well, we're going to be there all day helping out so cannot wait for that um yeah that's going to be really good oh so exciting have you got any other plans like any other events that you're going to for the rest of the year or is that it for you now uh, yes no we are at the Long Road Festival at the end of August uh, so again it's it's not one that I've done before. Um, but it's in Leicestershire and it looks like it's going to be pretty epic <laughs> it's quite supposedly it's even like bigger than the Black Deer Festival which I did last weekend down in Tunbridge Wells and uh, uh, and that was pretty busy so cannot wait they, uh, have you seen the Long Road Festival? Yes I have it looks insane it does it does I mean it has like a, a whole honky tonk bar street set up um and and you, i think i believe that like one of the smaller stages is actually in one of these bars so it's not even just a facade it's you actually can go inside <laughs> these buildings um so it looks absolutely brilliant i, I kind of wish that i was going as a guest yeah <laughs> i not really working. Like, <laughs> but no i'll be there with, with my mailbell stall um, doing that one. Oh, yeah, fantastic! That's it for uh, for this year uh, currently. Amazing. Well, I mean, you've been super busy with your festivals anyway, haven't you? And it sounds like you've got some nice big plans for the business coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots right. of lots of plans. So we've we've just we've just hired our um, first work experience student who's helping me over the summer. So I've got some extra help now. Um, I've recently also hired the services of a virtual assistant to help me with the blog. Um, yeah, I, and possibly might have someone else joining the team as well. So uh, just waiting on a confirmation on that. Um, well, that's so, exciting. Well, you yeah. know who to call if you need a contract of employment, don't you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Amazing. So yeah, so there's lots of exciting things on the in the pipeline from Melbourne, loads of stuff going on, super, super exciting. So before we wrap up then and start planning our trip to Montana to go riding, because I'm well up for that, by the way. Um, <laughs> would you just, <laughs> do you just want to tell our listeners where they can find you online or in person? And yeah, your links and everything I will put in the show notes, but just let everybody know where you are. Absolutely. So um, our online store is melbell.co.uk. 
The blog is melbellwestern.blog, um, but that's also actually linked in the main menu from the store. So if you just go to melbell.co.uk, you should be able to see the blog there as well. Um, we're very active on Instagram. It's probably my favorite platform. And on there, we are at melbell.co.uk. Um, but you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, so I'm sure if you just type in Melbell Western anywhere, really, you'll, you'll find us. It'll pop up. Google as well, it pops up. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and I can highly recommend any of Mel's products. I have several and wear them all of the time. So highly recommend, if, especially if you're like a country girl, if you like a bit of the Western stuff go and check it out absolutely love every single thing on the website my list my wish list is enormous <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah I love the, I love what um seeing the pictures of you I dressed in them in that cardigan for example actually that cardigan's well sold out <laughs> I love that cardigan so much it's actually on my chair right now <laughs> it doesn't leave my side <laughs> Oh, Mel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you as per. And I'm very excited to see you in real life at Sovereign Quarter Horses Open Day as well. Yep, I need to start planning that. <laughs> Not far away. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it should be all right. Be fine. Yeah, absolutely you. golden. Absolutely love being here with you. So thank you for inviting me on. You are most welcome, my lovely. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you love what you're hearing, then be sure to tell us on Facebook and Instagram at lilachrltd.